Welcome to Impact Church's podcast with Pastor Travis Hearn. Pastor Travis also serves as the team pastor for the NBA's Phoenix Suns and has served Major League Baseball as the team chaplain for over a decade. Today, he leads us with a powerful and hope-filled message. We're so glad you're tuning in, and we believe that wherever you're listening from, that God will impact your life through today's message. Well, I want to start today by reading quite a few verses in Ephesians chapter six, verses 10 through 18. And it's talking about the armor of God. And God teaches us about the armor of God, armor that we should be wearing because we are in a spiritual battle. I don't know if you know that, but we're in a spiritual battle. Like if you could put spiritual goggles on, and you could see into the spirit realm, it, it would blow your mind that, that we're in a spiritual battle. And so he teaches us about this, this spiritual battle. And he teaches us about the armor of God because we're in a spiritual battle. He teaches us about the armor of God because you're a warrior for Jesus Christ. You're a warrior. You're a warrior. Come on, tell somebody again. You're a warrior. You're a warrior for Jesus Christ. You're a warrior. So if you're ready, tell somebody, let's get it. Let's get it. Ephesians chapter six, verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand. Somebody say, take your stand. Take your stand against the devil's schemes for our struggle, our struggle, our battle, our wrestle. It's not against flesh and blood. But against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God. Uh, Did you notice both times he says, he says the full armor? He says the full armor. Full armor. Not some of it. Not part of it. All of it. Put on the full armor of God. So that when the day of evil comes, and it will come. You may be able to stand your ground. Say, stand your ground. ground. And after you've done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth. Here we go. The armor of God buckled around your waist with the breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take up the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests with this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Look at somebody. Look at somebody that you haven't looked at yet and tell them I'm praying for you today. I'm going to pray for you today. You might not know them. You might want to get their name real quick. Go ahead. Get their name. What's your name? I'm going to pray for you today. I'm going to pray for you today. Be alert. This, this passage is, is loaded. It's loaded. And I, I don't know if I'm going to pray. I always say I'm going to do a series and then I don't. I said, I'm going to preach this passage for the next couple. And then I don't. So I'm not going to say that, but I might. But, but I've titled my message today, but I'm still standing. 
but I'm still standing. Come on, does anybody feel that? But I'm still standing. It's in this passage, it's interesting because Paul tells us we're in this spiritual battle and he defines the armor of God. He, he tells us you're in a spiritual battle. And so here, here's the different pieces of armor that you need to be wearing. And, and, and I don't know if you, if you know this, but it's not just that we're in a spiritual battle, but I believe we are in one of the greatest spiritual battles in the history of humanity. We are in a, a full out blown war. We are in a war. We are in a war. But, but the fact is, and this is what he says, your battle is not against flesh and blood. The, the battle that we battle, it's not against flesh and blood. It's not against each other. Our battle is not against each other. Your battle is not against another individual or another people that God created in his very own image. That's not the right battle. And you know the devil is a liar. Come on, somebody just say that out loud. The devil is a liar. He's a liar. John 8, 44 calls the devil the father of lies. He's a deceiver. He's a manipulator. He's a snake. And he will try to convince you that your battle is against another person. He'll try to tell you. But but the battle is not against another person. The battle is not man versus man. The battle is not nation versus nation. The battle is not, get ready for this one, the right versus the left. It's not. It's not. The battle is not black versus white. That's not the battle. The battle, the real battle, is against the spiritual forces of evil. And it's, it's a for real battle. It's against the spiritual forces of evil. The real battle is against Satan and his demons and his legion of demons. It's the battle against good and evil. So don't buy the lie of the devil. You got to stop fighting the wrong opponent. Okay, listen, you got to stop fighting the wrong opponent. Stop. It, it's like, it'd be like, you know, if I'm on a football team and... And say, say I'm like, say I'm the, I'm a lineman, say I'm a lineman, right? And I'm on the line and, 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 and let's say Monty, Monty, wave your hand, Mont, Mont's my quarterback and, and, and Mont, you know, gets the ball. I'm on Monty's team and I turn around and I go run and I tackle him. That's what we're doing in our world today. That's what the world is doing. Because I'm going to turn around and just take out my own teammate, but you're, you're fighting the wrong battle, the wrong battle. It's against flesh and blood. It's against the spiritual forces of evil. And he's saying, listen, if you're not ready, if you ain't ready for battle, you better get ready for battle. And if you are ready for battle, you better stay ready for battle. Get ready to battle the real enemy. Get ready to put the armor of God on. Get ready and put on the helmet of salvation. And get ready and put on the belt of truth and the breastplate of righteousness. And get ready to put the feet pointed in the right direction and take up the shield of faith and the sword of the spirit. See, some of y'all, you're like trying to storm the gates of hell with a squirt gun. So some of you are rebuking the same devil you've been sleeping with. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's a spiritual battle against all of hell. And so he says in the midst of all this armor four times to take your stand to take your stand, to stand your ground, having done everything to stand, to stand firm then. Man, I don't know if anybody's ready, but I came to preach God's word today. Look at somebody and tell them, but I'm still standing, but I'm still standing. The devil threw his best sucker punch at me, but I'm still standing. The devil shot his best shot at me, but I'm still standing. You're at church today. You came to praise God anyway. You're here to learn from God's word anyway. But I'm still standing. I'm still standing. The devil shot his arrow of depression at you. But I'm still standing. The devil shot his arrow of anxiety at you. But I'm still standing. He shot his arrow of guilt and shame at you. But I'm still standing. He shot that arrow of betrayal at you. But I'm still standing. He shot that arrow of sickness and disease. But I'm still standing. The devil shot that arrow of divorce. Woo! But I'm still standing. I'm still standing. I'm still here, baby. I'm still standing. I'm still standing. I'm still standing. See, the devil tried to, I think it was Kanye. He said the devil tried to break you down. But all it did was build you up. All it did was position you to him. Be in the right place, right where you're supposed to be for your future. Father, we pray for this message in Jesus' name. We pray for your word, God, to penetrate our hearts and our souls. Divide soul and spirit today, joints and marrow, God, that God, that you would speak to us. We thank you that the word is alive and active. We pray this in Jesus' name. We all say, Amen, 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 Amen. Look at somebody again. Tell them this. The devil thought he buried you. But he just planted a seed. How about a round of applause for our worship team? Come on, let's go. Hey, you know how, hey, you know how God is? Look at these guys over here. They didn't even plan this. Can you, Kelvin, Casey, Mont, stand up just for a second. They didn't even plan this. I don't know if our cameras can get a good shot of this. They did not even plan this. Mont, Mont, show the back of your hoodie. You can get this hoodie in the clothing store, right, Joe? And and Casey, show the back of your, show the back of your sweater. That's so beautiful. Look at this, man. These guys, hey, hey, AJ, come here. AJ, we did not plan this. Come on, we did not plan Look at this. This is what I'm talking about right here. I got to preserve energy because I got to preach three times today. If anybody wants to come help the last service, I'm going to need some help. So you can come back for another round. You can't get too much of Jesus. You're a warrior. You're a warrior, not a golden state warrior. As we know, they are of the devil. 
just spitting facts today. You're a warrior. You're God's warrior. I, I want to just lay out today three important pillars of a warrior spirit. Three things about a warrior spirit that we need to make sure become a part of our spirit. Number one is this, is that a warrior spirit has this mentality that I will stand and I will not quit. I will not quit. Say it out loud. I will not quit. Say it again. I will not quit. I'm not quitting. Psalm 27 verse 14. I love this scripture in the message translation. It says, stay with God. Take heart. Don't quit. I'll say it again. Stay with God. Listen, some of you today, you're thinking about quitting. And I came to tell you, don't quit. Stay with God and don't quit. Stay with God and don't quit. The devil can design and assign all the evil schemes that he can dream up. I'm not going to quit. He can shoot all the flaming arrows that he wants and all that he can find. I will not quit. I'm not quitting. All the spiritual forces of evil, they can come gunning for me. But I am not quitting because I have the spirit of God almighty within me. This is what the Bible says in John. First John chapter four, verse four, he says, greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. This is why he says in Romans that we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus, because I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to quit because I'm a warrior for Jesus Christ. I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to quit loving. I'm not going to quit living. I'm not going to quit giving. I'm not going to quit warring. I'm not going to quit worshiping. I'm not going to quit praying. I'm not going to quit praising. I'm not going to quit preaching. You can attack my mind devil, but I'm not going to quit. You can attack my marriage, but I'm not going to quit. You can attack my family, but I'm not going to quit. You can attack my health, but I'm not going to quit. You can attack my children. But I'm not going to quit. I am not going to quit. You can take this whole world from me, but you can't take this Jesus that's inside of me. And I am not going to quit. You can take my whole life, but you can't take God's word. I refuse to quit. That's a warrior mentality. I'm not quitting. I will not give up. I will not give up. I will not give in. I will not back down. I will not bow down. I will not let down. I will not shut down. I will not let up, give up, shut up, come hell or high water. I will not quit. I will not quit. You, you, you know what I, you know what I've learned in my own life. This is one of the things I've learned in my own life is just about the time you think something's over. It is, is the same time God says, actually, this is just the beginning. Just about the time you think this has come to an end, God is saying, nope, this is just the beginning. I mean, do you remember the story of the Israelites coming up to the Red Sea? The raging Red Sea is in front of them and the mighty Egyptian army stands behind them. It looked like the end. But how many of you know that God has a reputation for making roads through rivers? God has a reputation for making a way out of no way. It was just the beginning. And I want to read to you in Exodus. It says this, but Moses, but Moses told the people, don't be afraid. Look at this phrase. 
Just stand still and watch. The Lord rescue you today. The Egyptians you see today will never be seen again. The Lord himself will fight for you. Just stay calm. Then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the people to get moving. Pick up your staff and raise your hand over the sea. Divide the water so the Israelites can walk through the middle on dry ground. Then Moses raised his hand over the sea and the Lord opened up a path through the water with a strong east wind. The wind blew all that night, turning the sea into dry land. So the people of Israel walked through the middle of the sea on dry ground with walls of water on each side. See, God is a way maker. He is a way maker. He makes roads through rivers. Don't quit. What is your Red Sea today? What is the Red Sea in your life that you're facing today? It seems like there's no way forward. There's definitely no way back. What is your Red Sea? Psalm 77 verse 19 says, your road led through the sea, your pathway Through the mighty waters, a pathway that no one knew was there. There's a scripture that parallels with this, and it's looking backward at this moment in Isaiah 43. I want to read to you verse 16 through, I don't know. I'm just going to read for a minute. It says this. This is what the Lord says. He who made a way through the sea, a pathway through the mighty waters, who drew out the chariots and the horses... The army and their reinforcements together and they lay there never to rise again. Extinguished, snuffed out like a wig. I love this scripture because is it possible that the very thing that you think is going to take you out is actually God's custom design to take out your enemies? Is it possible that the very thing that you think is going to kill you is meant to kill your enemy? Come on, Impact Family. I'm preaching a whole lot better than you're preaching back to me. Don't quit. Don't quit. Don't quit. Look at somebody say, don't quit. Don't quit. Look at somebody you love and tell them, don't quit on me. Don't quit on me. Come on. Don't quit on me. We live in such a, I don't know, maybe I just seeing this totally wrong, but such a quitters like culture. Don't we? It's like at the first sight of the Red Sea, I'm out. The first sight of hardship. I'm done. That's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a world where we in a quitter society. There's too many quitters, man. It's like divorce, divorce, divorce. Oh man. I'm, I'm about to, some of y'all not going to like this. So don't shout me yet. Don't shout me yet. Some of you not going to like this. See, see there, there's divorce. But then some people, they, they quit before they ever even get started. They just say, let's just live together. I'm old school like that. I, I don't want to commit because I might quit. I told you I wouldn't be shouting here in a second. I told you that. If you love somebody... You want the benefits of marriage, but not the commitment to marriage. You want the, you want to have sex, 
I mean, I do too. You, you want the benefits of marriage. You just don't want the commitment to marriage. So you quit before you even get started. You got a little out just in case. You got a little out just in case. See, we live in such a quitting culture, man. It's like, man, if I don't like this school, I'll take my kid out and go to that school. If I don't like this team, I'm going to take them to that team. And I don't like that team, I'm going to take them to this team. And I don't like that team, I'm going to take them to this team. And I don't like this church, I'm going to go try that church. Some of y'all have been to 15 different churches until you found this church. But you were like, man, I can't find the right church. And as, soon, and, as soon, and as soon as something doesn't go the way you want it to go, you say, you know what, I'm out. And the problem is, you're looking for something around you to fix the brokenness that's within you. And instead of, instead of running from all your problems, why don't you start being part of the solution? Cancel culture? What the freak is that? You know what I've decided? I know in my mind what cancel culture is. When I was a kid, we called it something different, but it was similar. Here's what cancel culture is. I'm at the playground playing basketball. We're having a great game. And then something doesn't go the way the kid who brought the ball Y'all feeling that? Hey, 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 this is, hey, I'm going to take my ball and I'm going to go home. That, you know what? We call that weak. It's a cancel culture because I don't believe what they believe. What? Well, then don't get married. Y'all be canceling each other in like three days. I don't believe like you. So what? So freaking what? You don't agree with me. I don't agree with me half the time. So what? We don't cancel each other. We're brothers and sisters. We are supposed to be the human race committed to one another. Well, I mean, hey, everybody's got an opinion, but just because you have an opinion that doesn't align with my, see, it's like, man, is this crazy? I'm going to take my ball and go home. You can't have my ball. If I don't get my way, if I don't agree with you, if you hurt my feelings, I, I give up at the first sight of the Red Sea. And, and I've noticed this is that we also live in a culture where it seems like everybody's great starters and really, really bad finishers. Really poor finishers. Some people are great at starting everything, but they never finish anything. Why? I'm going to tell you why. Because life is hard. Life is hard. Relationships are hard. For all y'all that are single. And you're just like, oh, one day. God, please, one day. I'm going to tell you right now. I would not trade my last 25 years with my wife for nothing. But it is far harder to be married than it is to be single. Because when you're single, you just do whatever the freak you want to do. When you're married, you do what they want you to do. Life is hard. Marriage is hard. Families are hard. Relationships are hard. Bad
bad health, poor health, it's hard. Building a successful business is hard. Building a successful church is hard. Being all in, all in for Jesus Christ is hard. This is a war, Impact Church. This is a war. It's easy to give up. God wants you to be a strong starter and an even stronger finisher. Here's what I know about committed people is that committed people outlast their problems. They have problems. They, They withstand. They stand. They stand firm through their problems. But see, some people will never finish strong because they love the starting point. They like the honeymoon phase. And as soon as the infatuation wears off, they run off. By the way, that's not love. That, my friends, is called lust. Love is committed. Love is committed. Love is committed when it doesn't want to stay committed. Love is committed through the difficult times. Love is committed through the hard times. My wife and I, we pledged our vows to each other 24, almost 20. This March 7th will be 25 years that we will have been married. We stood on that altar and we said things like this. I take you, Natalie, to be my lawfully and spiritually wedded wife. And then we said, you know, like these traditional vows to have it to hold, to love and to cherish for better. Please don't get worse in sickness and in health, but I'd rather you be healthy for richer, for poor. To be honest, I'd really like you to be wealthy till death do us part. We say these vows And we feel like we mean them because you're in this infatuation stage. The emotions are high. The feelings are great. Their doo-doo don't stank yet. Grace, gracie grace, morgie morgues. When you give, you find this dude, you marry this dude, their doo-doo stank. I'm just telling y'all right now. Because at first you're like, I don't even think they doo-doo at all. They do. Do. See, the, the, the biggest lie that the enemy tries to throw at us is that the grass is greener on the other side of whatever. Right? The grass is greener on the other side of this relationship. The grass is greener on the other side of this job. The grass is greener on the other side of this church. A different church, a different school, a different team, a different experience. Listen, the grass is greener. It's not greener on the other side. The grass is greener where you water it, where you cultivate it, where you take care of it, where you put hard work and time and effort into it. The grass is green on the, on the same side and the other side is just artificial turf anyway. It ain't even real. It looks so good. It's good from far and far from good. Stay committed. God wants you to be committed. Warriors are committed. They do not quit. Let's look at number two. Number two. The second thing about a warrior spirit is this, is that they stand courageously. 
In Joshua chapter one, Moses had just died and Joshua, his assistant, his apprentice becomes the new leader of the Israelites and, and, and as Joshua is preparing to now lead the Israelites into the promised land, God gives Joshua a word, a word, a word. He gives him a word. And this is what the word is. He says in verse six, be strong and courageous. Let's read this all together. Ready? Here we go. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land. I swore to their ancestors to give them be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law. My servant Moses gave you do not turn from it to the right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Three times, three times in the first Nine verses of Joshua chapter one, three times God says, Joshua, be strong and courageous. Joshua, be strong and courageous. Joshua, be strong and courageous. Impact church, be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous because life is hard and life is going to take some courage because we're in a spiritual battle. Battling cancer takes courage. Going through a divorce takes courage. Suffering the death of a loved one takes courage. Confessing a failure takes courage. Bouncing back from a failure takes courage. Offering forgiveness to somebody that's hurt you takes courage. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. See, courage doesn't mean you're not afraid. Courage means I do it anyway. Courage is not the absence of fear. It is the answer to fear. I'm going to do it anyway. I'm terrified of this. I'm going to do it anyway. That's the heart of a warrior. That's the spirit of a warrior. I'm going to do it anyway. See, some of you today, you're discouraged. You're discouraged. And, and the devil's tactic, he knows one of the quickest ways to defeat you is to discourage you. If he can, if he can discourage you, he can defeat you. Some of you today, you are discouraged. You're worn down. You're worn down emotionally. You're exhausted. You're beaten down. You don't feel like you can keep going. You're tired. You're worn out. You're hurting. You're weak. Listen, I want to remind you of one of my favorite scriptures It's short and it's sweet in Philippians chapter four, verse 13, where he says, I can do all this through him who gives me strength. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Come on, say it. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Say it again. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Somebody say all things. Look at somebody and tell them all things. All things, not some things, not certain things, not easy things, all things. I can do all things, all things, all things through Christ who gives me strength. He is my strength and he is my 
power. He is my strength and he is my power. Second Corinthians chapter 12, the apostle Paul, you've heard me preach this quite a few times. It's like one of my passages that, that I cling to, that I stand on. He says, my grace is sufficient for you. Come on, help me out. For my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that in Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. He says, I'm made perfect. Check this out. I'm made perfect in my weakness. I'm not made perfect in my strengths. I'm made perfect in my weakness. I'm made perfect in my weakness. He says, I boast. I boast about my weakness so that Christ's power may rest on me. He says, I delight. I delight in my weaknesses. Why? Because when I am weak, he is strong. Listen, somebody needs to hear this today. I want you to really, really lock in with me for a minute. You need to hear this today. Somebody needs to hear. Do you even know what your weaknesses are? Do you even know what your greatest weakness is? Because most of the time we don't want to look that in the face. We want to point out everybody else's weaknesses. We want to criticize everybody else. Your greatest weakness could, it could, it could become your greatest superpower. Your greatest, is it fear? Is it anxiety? Is it addiction? Is it lust? Is it your illness? Your greatest weakness, listen, isn't even your weakness. Your greatest weakness isn't even your greatest weakness. You know why? Because your greatest weakness is when you can't admit your weakness. Your greatest weakness is when you can't admit your weakness. I can't acknowledge my weakness. I don't even recognize my weakness. Therefore, you will never experience God's strength inside of that weakness. Because he says, when I am weak, then he is strong. When I am weak, then he is strong. A warrior spirit, a warrior spirit, a warrior spirit is courageous. Number three, a warrior spirit says, I will stand on the promises of God's word. I will stand on the promises of God's word, a warrior spirit. A a man of God, a a woman of God, 
Not a weak spirit, a warrior spirit. Not a weak spirit, a warrior spirit. Builds their lives, their families, their relationships, their marriages, their businesses on the foundation of God's word and on the promises of God's word. Take up, take up the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Hebrews says it's the sword. The word of God is living, it's active, it's sharper than any two-edged sword. It divides the soul and the spirit and joints and marrow. It has this way, this way of cutting and changing us. And listen, if you build your life on the promises of God's word, the promises of God's word will build up your life. A warrior spirit. I stand on the promises of God. Joshua, Joshua, be strong, be courageous, be strong, be courageous, be strong, be courageous, and keep this book of law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Joshua, Joshua. Be strong and courageous and build your life. Take your stand on the promises of God's word. Monty, Calvin, do you remember this? Uh, when I was in Sunday school as a kid, did anybody go to Sunday school? It's all the old people. They don't have, they don't have Sunday school now. You're too young. Don't act Monty. You ain't, you went to Sunday school. Oh, okay. All right. You remember this? Uh, I used to do this little song. It was, it was like the B-I-B-L-E. Does anybody know that song? Okay, if you know it, you're going to sing with me. Okay? So it goes like this. The B-I-B. I got to change the key. The B. No, that's too high. The B-I-B-L-E. Come on. Yes, that's the book for me. I stand alone. I stand alone on the word of God. The B-I-B-L-E. So, because white church and black church did it a little bit differently, but we did, we just did the white church version and you never even heard it. That, that white song never even made it in the church of God of Jesus Christ. That, was, uh, that, that song never made its way into Azusa world ministries with Monty. <laughs> hey, hey, anyway, can you, can you at least roll with me? Okay. The B-I-B-L-E. Come on. Yes, that's the book for me. I stand alone on the word of God. The B-I-B-L-E. Are y'all saying Bible or who? You say, you say, stand alone on the word of God. B-I-B-L-E. And we say, Bible. Like you got Backbone, like you got backbone. That's what I was looking for. The B-I-B-L-E, come on. Yes, that's the book for me, come on. I stand alone on the word of God. The B-I-B-L-E. I like it, I like it. 
Come on, let's go. The B.I.P. It's ask the book for me. I stand alone on the word of God. The B.I.B.L.E. Y'all sing terrible, but that's okay. Man. I, I like this little song because it, it says I, sta- I stand alone on the word of God. Because the world is always trying to tell you something that is the opposite of the word. So he says, I stand alone. I stand alone. I stand alone on the word of God. I'm not standing on what the news tells me. I'm not standing on what I see on TikTok or Instagram. I'm not standing on what my ex-wife or my ex-husband told me. I'm not standing on what that coach or that teacher told me when I was a child. I'm not even standing on what the doctor told me. I'm standing alone on the word of God and what God tells me. I'm standing on the promises of God Almighty. I'm standing on the scriptures of what the word of God tells me. I don't care what everybody else says. I care what God says and what his word says about me. I stand alone. Keep standing, keep standing, keep standing. If you, hey, y'all didn't feel it. You gotta go find another church next week. But will you stand up? Stand up, come on. Will you stand up with me? If you're able to stand up, if you're able to stand up. But Moses told the people, don't be afraid. Just stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. Just stand alone. Just stand still on the word of God and watch the Lord rescue today. The Egyptians that you see today will never be seen again. Do you understand what I just said? This is a promise that I'm going to stand on. And I don't know if you need a promise, but I need a promise to stand on. I need one to stand on. I need a scripture from God's word to stand on. Just stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. I love that God is going to rescue you. He's going to rescue you. He's going to rescue you. That fear that you're dealing with today, you'll never see it again. That addiction that you're dealing with today, you will never see it again. That depression, that brokenness, that guilt, that shame, that sickness, you will never see it again. You will never see it again. Just stand still. Stand and watch God. He is going to rescue you. Look at somebody and tell them, that's my promise. I'm claiming that one. That's my promise. I'm claiming that one. I'm claiming that promise. Father, we could have church all day and we probably should. But because the second service needs you too, we're going to have to start this whole thing over in a few minutes. Lord, we thank you that God, you have put a warrior spirit in us because that warrior spirit is the spirit of the living God almighty. That warrior spirit is this, this, the power of the Holy spirit 
that dwells within us. That warrior spirit is the same spirit, God, that raised Jesus from the dead, that resurrected a dead body back to new life again. God, I pray for resurrections in this place today. I pray for resurrections in this place. I pray that you would resurrect our emotions today. God, pull us out of despair. Pull us out of discouragement. Pull us out of depression. Pull us out of addiction. Pull us out of this relationship problem. God, resurrect our marriage. God, for that wayward child. God, that you would breathe the Spirit of God Almighty into them and bring them back to life. Bring them back to life. God, wake them up. God, wake them up. In Jesus' name. God, for our health, we pray for resurrections in our bodies today. God, the healing power of God Almighty to resurrect, to restore. God, we stand on your word today. We cling to your word today. God, we don't read it only. We cling to it. We consume it so that it consumes us. We study it. We examine it. We memorize it. We fall in love with it. We're going to wear that thing out. Because your word, it leads us. It guides us. It directs us. It teaches us. It encourages us. It challenges us. It helps us. So God, we build our lives on your word today. If you're here today and you've never taken a step of faith to give your life to Jesus Christ, I want to invite you. Would you do that right now? Would you do that right now? I want us all to pray together out loud. Will you pray and repeat these words after me? Dear Jesus, I surrender my life to you. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. Forgive me of my sins. Thank you for unconditional love. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Come on, Impact Church. Let's give Jesus and his word a round of applause. Thank you for joining us today. If you said that prayer and accepted Jesus into your heart, it's the best decision you could ever make. We want to celebrate with you and get you more connected. Visit www.impactchurch.com for more information about our church and how you can get plugged in here with us. Be sure to subscribe and share today's message with your friends. Thanks for tuning in, and we can't wait to hear how God has made an impact in your life.